Hey everybody, this is News for Internationals, a podcast original by the University of Hohenheim. Join us for stories for and by international students and tips on how to settle into your new home in Stuttgart faster. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of our podcast. My name is Holly and I'm actually working with the International Office of Affairs here at Hohenheim. Today we'll be talking a little about how to find doctors and medical services here in Germany. First, I'd like to start off with a round of short introductions of our guests, as well as some of your thoughts about your first days here at Hohenheim, how you felt, and maybe some things that you were nervous about in regards to finding doctors and healthcare here in Germany. Hey everyone, my name is Pauli and I'm from Germany. I study agricultural biology in my master's. As I already lived in Stuttgart, I did not really have to worry about finding a doctor. But I hope I can help you, like, um, show you the German side of the healthcare system. Hi everyone, it's Wenya from China. It's my second year in Hohenheim doing a master degree in international business and economics. My first two months in Hohenheim was really, really nice, enjoyable, until Christmas. I got my knee injured. And then I had to go to orthopedist and physical therapist a lot. I hope my experience in finding a specialist would be useful for you when you are in need. We will go more in details about it later. Great. Thank you. Um, so I guess we can start out with just a basic question. Um, what is a house house arts? Uh, sorry. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and why do I need one? So um, the house arts in Germany is your first contact person if you are sick in any kind of way. So if you have the flu or if you like broke your leg or whatever, you will just go to the house arts. And also, if you cannot go to work or to university and you need a Krankmeldung, so like a sick leave, um, they are the person that will give you this. And usually um, you will choose a doctor and then you will just stick with them unless you like don't feel comfortable with them or like have to move or something. All right. I guess I'm just wanting to ask, how can you find a general practitioner? Yeah, so there are several methods to search for a general practitioner. First one would be to ask your insurance company because they usually have like tools to search for doctors, for example, on their websites, or you can also call them and ask about if they can help you with that. Um, and on their websites, you have these tools and you can filter them by what type of doctor you need, if you need a house arts or something else, a specialist. And you can also filter by area and then get addresses and also phone numbers. And then you can just call them. Another possibility would be to just search Google by yourself. So you can just Google for doctors in the area and same thing, have the contact info and then just call them. And another thing would be to just ask friends or fellow students that might have experience with that, or just ask the staff of the Office of International Affairs, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, in my experience, I, I have definitely done the Googling method. Yes. <laughs> so I know an important point too is uh, with, with this being a very international program here, um, how do we know if the doctors speak English? 
So that's also something that yeah, usually every doctor in Germany can speak English. Mm -hmm. But of course, if you want to be sure, you can just ask beforehand. So if you go and make an appointment, you can just ask, can you like, are you comfortable with like speaking English or can you treat me in English? And also you can search beforehand for English speaking practitioners, for example, in the area also via your insurance company website. Normally you can just look up English speaking. Mm. So um, Venya, do you have any experience being a non-native English or German speaker and finding a doctor in a different language? Yeah, sure. So my doctor, my GP is a Chinese lady who got her bachelor degree in China and a PhD degree in Germany. And I found her in the local WeChat group, the Chinese in Germany. I simply asked my seniors in the WeChat group if they knew any Chinese doctors in Germany. And then I found a Chinese-speaking lady who got her PhD degree in Germany. And I found that very useful, especially when I'm really, really ill. For example, when I got COVID, I can barely talk, not in English. So I called her in Chinese and she helped me very quickly. Mm, nice. That's really helpful to know. So I guess, Polly, you might know the answer to this, but what um, kinds of things should I bring to my first appointment? Yeah, so your first appointment, it's important that you have your health insurance card and your ID card. Also, you should be prepared to fill in an information sheet, for example, about your medical history. Also, often they ask about your family's medical history and stuff like that. Don't worry if you don't know this. So, I mean, you could inform yourself beforehand, but it's not that bad if you don't know it. And you can also tell them later if you know it later. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and also be sure that you know your current address and your phone number so they can just contact you if anything has happened. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Do they need to bring um, maybe like their insurance card as well? I can't yeah, remember if you yeah. said that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, like, Perfect. yeah, that's very important to yeah. bring it. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. like the, the most important thing. Yeah, <laughs> so don't forget your insurance. Yes. So for people who just arrived and uh, don't have an insurance card yet, you could simply get, you could get a proof from your insurance company, a PDF, a mm -hmm. file. Mm -hmm. Just you just need that as the insurance card. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's great. As a proof. Yep. I've even used that with my mm -hmm. private insurance yeah. as well. So yeah, good to know. Cool. Um, and I guess so. Our next question would just be how can how can I find a specialist? So if you have if you have a special problem, for example, maybe a chronic disease or physical injury you can search for a specialist the same way as for a GP. So if you find a specialist that you want to go to, first you should go to your general practitioner and ask for a referral to a specialist. Then you can call the specialist and ask for an appointment. You can also ask for your GP directly for recommendations. I'm sure they have some contacts you could go to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perfect. All right. So now that I know how to find a specialist, I'm curious, um, Venya, do you have experience? I know you said something in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I certainly do have some experience. So I got my knee injured in January. Then I went to my GP and she referred me to orthopedist in Stuttgart. That was already February. And I need to get x-ray and MRI, MRI checkups. 
However, I could not get one in Stuttgart. I have to wait for two or even three months to get one. So I went to Heidelberg. They have many clinics here and lots of appointments available for internationals and for legal, for, for people who only have legal insurance. Mm -hmm. And then they prescribed me physical therapy and I found a really nice one. Yes, that was really, really helpful, but it, it didn't improve. So I will probably need to get a surgery soon. That will also be in Heidelberg. So for, for anyone who had a physical injury, I would definitely suggest you to, get, to go to Heidelberg. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm curious if, Polly, you can maybe tell us a little bit more about where and how we can find psychological help. Yeah, so um, if you feel that your mental health is declining or you don't feel like well at all, um, you can also go to your general practitioner like or your house arzt and just let them help you evaluate your situation and then they also can refer you to a specialist like a psychiatrist, for example. Mm -hmm. This would be one possibility. What you can also do is go to a psychological counseling center. For example, in Hohenheim, you could go to the ZSB, so the student counseling center. Um, and there it's best to just call them first and make an appointment so they can like kind of prepare themselves um, yeah, for you. And another thing would be to um, do a psychological counseling um, of the Studierendenberg. Um, it is in the ASTA building. And you would also have to do an appointment beforehand, but yeah, that's mm -hmm. like not a problem. You will get an appointment there. Another possibility would be to go directly to a psychotherapist or a psychiatrist or also to a psychotherapeutic outpatient clinic. This is the same like with the house arts. Um, you can just Google for practices near Hohenheim and many practices are actually in the city center of Stuttgart. So don't worry about that. You will receive an appointment for an initial consultation um, at a practice, but be prepared that you will be placed on a waiting list because, yeah, they are really overrun, especially during COVID and mm. then like afterwards. And yeah, so this could like take some time until you can really start your therapy. If you have like a really an emergency, you can always go to a psychiatric practice with an emergency service or you could go to a specialized psychiatric or psychosomatic clinic. And please, if it's an emergency, do not hesitate to seek help because we have these clinics and you can go there if you don't feel well. About costs, all the costs will be covered by your insurance. It doesn't matter if you're privately insured or if you like legally insured, if you are in need of a treatment. So if, for example, if they found out you are you're having a depression, that then they will pay this. So don't worry about that. And you can also, what you can also do is pay for therapy privately. It sadly is like that, that when you pay for it privately, you will get a spot sooner because you, yeah, you pay yourself. Mm -hmm. But also what I want to add is um, at the university, the counseling center, you don't have to pay anything for that. So you can just go there. Mm -hmm. If you really need someone to talk to, then just go there. You can always go there. Yeah. And please don't feel 
like you are alone with that because I know that you are not. So I know a lot mm -hmm. of people that have have problems and that's not a bad thing and you can always seek help. And if you don't know where to go, you can also ask um, the staff of the international office, of course, and also of the student counseling center. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, I think that's definitely an important thing to keep in mind that, you know, if you are experiencing those problems, you're not alone. We all go yeah. through it. Yes. And yeah, and There's there are people here to... Exactly. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's really important to just yeah. talk about it yeah. and mm -hmm. then you're not yeah. alone with it. Yeah. 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 But I want to mention one thing is that if you want to seek help, you probably need to do it as soon as possible because it always takes lots of time. Yes. Yeah. More than two months to yeah. get a Absolutely. doctor. Even in the counseling center in Hong Kong. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, don't worry about your personal information because they give you documents to ask for your permission to take your personal data. And if you don't want to do the counseling afterwards, you could give uh, you could simply tell them that you want to withdraw your data, so your personal information will be protected. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good mm -hmm. to know. Yeah, really good to know. I didn't know that. Great. Yeah. Awesome. So some other doctors that maybe we could uh, provide guidance with trying to find, like I know for women, especially like finding a gynecologist, I've had a little bit of experience with that here. Um, and I have found two and one I found through referral. So a friend of mine just gave me a number of her doctor that she'd been seeing. Um, but sometimes with those, you do have to watch out that they only accept privately insured people. And then the other way, I just Googled it. <laughs> and actually, I Googled in English Women's Health Center, and I found something that way as well. So that's always an option. But yeah, does anybody else have experience with finding a gynecologist? So I could ask something. Mm -hmm. From what I know, that the expense of HPV vaccines are not covered in some developing countries, for example, China. So if you're legally insured and you're under age 27, you could get free HPV vaccines in Germany, like totally covered. Oh, nice. Yes. So That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. I didn't know that. Polly, do you have anything to add, like from your German perspective on gynecologists, like the, what they offer? <laughs> yes. It's good to know that you don't need a referral from your um, house arts to go to a gyne gynecologist. Um, you can just simply look them up in the internet like you said yeah <laughs> and um, make an appointment mm -hmm. again you here need your insurance card of course and maybe yeah you probably will have to fill out medical history form um yeah what you have to know about it is that your health insurers will, will cover a preventive screening once a year and also you can go of course can go more than once but then it might not be covered mm -hmm. and so not everything will be covered because there are certain treatments that are covered by mm -hmm. the legal insurance and some are not and it's different to when you're private insured yeah also an important thing is that gynecologists can prescribe you contraception and contraceptives are covered by your health insurance until you are 22 so keep that nice. in mind and then also if you have an unwanted pregnancy they can also advise you um yeah Those, those are the people that you should go to then. Mm -hmm. And in case of a pregnancy, the most common examinations are usually also covered by, by your health insurance mm -hmm. at the gynecologist. 
yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, if you want special examinations or additional ones, you might have to pay extra. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Th that's the time you need to convince your doctor that you need that medical. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> necessity. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Good to know. Um, so yeah, another important thing <laughs> is um, finding a dentist. Do you have anything to add about that? Yeah, it's yeah. quite similar. So you also don't need a referral to go to the dentist. Just look them up in the internet. Or also you could use our welcome guide <laughs> that you got. <laughs> Same thing, you need your insurance card and your insurance will cover two preventive screenings per year mm. and a dental cleaning. But yes. Yeah, you might need to pay on top for a dental cleaning because there are two different ones and one is like more um, extensive, I don't know, or like mm -hmm. intensive. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so that might be um, something you have to pay for, but it's um, cheaper when you're a student. So mm. bring your student ID card as well. Yeah, I didn't know that and I paid for yes. <laughs> the, the so, expensive cleaning yeah. and yeah, didn't you, know about the student. I don't know how much, but you, yeah. you, I think you pay like 10 euros less or oh, something so yeah. anything I mean, it's something yeah. <laughs> the average is 100 euro maybe it's a raise a bit really? due to inflation oh yeah. it was more expensive 200. for me so uh, 100. 100 100 yes euro. so i think yeah. the last time mm -hmm. i did it i paid like 80 or 70 mm -hmm. yeah. euros yeah. i mean i think it really depends on where you go yeah, yeah like clinics, for so. example yeah yeah for example yeah. i'm in esslingen and i think i might have picked like the most expensive <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, okay. it is good to do your research so you're mm -hmm. not like surprised with yeah. your your insurance, oh. for example my insurance company they would cover 60 euro per year for your mm -hmm. professional cleaning oh nice yeah yeah. Oh. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah yeah that's something that you have to like look up and then yeah. and it's find different. things yeah. that so very that important have you have to talk to your insurance agent yeah. you have to check their websites like what benefits you could take like mm -hmm. bonus things you mm -hmm. could get yeah. from them not yeah. just simply paying your insurance fee yeah. every yes. month <laughs> yeah it's good to look into it yeah. beforehand i wish i would have done a little mm -hmm. bit more <laughs> research and I, think, I think there are some corporations between your insurance company and the dentist they yeah. have a lower lower yeah like price or mm -hmm. for students. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it makes sense to inform yeah, you could check yourself. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, so I guess with these um, more kind of like specialist doctors, mm. like the gynecologist, mm. the dentist and so on, do you need an appointment to see them? Yes, it's like since COVID especially, it is really important or like best to make an appointment beforehand um, like also at the house up <laughs> because they are just a little bit overwhelmed and then they are still overwhelmed and so it's just best to make an appointment if it's nothing urgent mm -hmm. if it is something urgent you can call the practice of your GP and just explain your situation and ask for an appointment as soon as possible it's also best if you call as soon as possible so for example if they open at 8 call call before and just call 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 and until they answer and don't give up because sometimes they don't answer immediately they will just leave it because they are so stressed out or they don't have time or mm -hmm. something like that but please just go on <laughs> until you get an appointment mm -hmm. yeah and then um, another thing is if you have like an accident or an illness for example when yeah, you did yeah. you will need Krankmeldung did you have like a verification of sickness maybe also. I didn't ask for it, but I would do it. Yeah, if you would have, like, for example, needed it, yeah. yes, then this would be something that 
you would also um yeah you would also need from your house arts mm -hmm. and um yeah often there a call is enough this is also due to covid at the moment i think it's still like that so you don't need to visit the practice but you can just call and for example say okay i, I have a positive covid test and then they will send you the note via email or maybe tell you to pick it up at some time awesome. yeah, that's good box. Yeah. yes yeah good to know Yeah, and then as Vanya said before, with specialists, it's normal to like have some weeks or months of waiting time. Yeah. Yes. So, so if you have yeah. chronic disease, you probably better get all those doctors before you are suffering from it. Yeah. So yes. when you arrive in Hoiham, just yeah. go get every doctor that you need. Yeah. Also, actually, um, with the gynecologist, it's also best mm -hmm. if you yeah. like make an appointment, like when you had Ahead your last appointment and yeah. just do the next appointment too late. Like, yes, and yeah. some popular cl clinics, they don't take new patients anymore. So yeah. you have to try to get a position like yes. somewhere yeah. else. And a very special thing about Germany is that those doctors take holidays a lot. Yeah, yeah, true. totally. <laughs> so true. you have to be careful with Easter, summer holiday, mm. Christmas. So yes. if you want to do annual checkups, you probably better get it done before those holidays mm. yeah. to make appointment long before those special times. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. So Otherwise, true. you could not find them. They're on holidays. They're totally. at the beach. Or <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, have a good work-life really balance. That's really good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so it's best to make an appointment. Yeah, okay, <laughs> good. Good to know. And ahead of time, too. Yes. <laughs> so I guess, like, for me especially, I'm still learning about this, but I'm privately insured with healthcare, and I'm still learning the differences. So I'm wondering if maybe, Polly, you can describe how private insurance works. Yeah, so when you are privately insured, um, you um, go to the doctor, and after you've been there, or maybe at the same day, you receive an invoice, and you have to pay this. By yourself mm -hmm. it's best if you keep a copy of that bill so you just have it for your own documents and then you send this invoice that you have already paid to your insurance company and the insurance company will then review it and repay you so mm -hmm. they will give you back the money in best case like the main difference is that you will have to pay for the appointment by yourself first yeah and that's like the main difference Yeah, yeah. I've even had um, the experience where my insurance asked for a cost analysis ahead of time. So I actually asked for that for the, from the doctor and then sent it in before my visit. But again, it, all insurance is different. So it's very important to like look at all the details beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, another important topic that we can talk a little about is what to do in case of an emergency. Yeah, so... Um, it's important to know that in less severe emergencies, you can call your house arzt and get an appointment there. So this is like the main thing of the house arzt. If they're not available, like when you said, they like to go on holidays. <laughs> or especially on weekends or public holidays, like, I don't know, Allerheiligen, for example, was like this week. Yeah. They don't, they have no opening hours then. So here in that case you can call 116-117 this is like a medical on-call service and they are available 24-7 so you can call them at night a day whatever if needed they can also send a doctor to your address if yeah if it's necessary this was actually um, implemented also during covid because um, the house was very overwhelmed with patients and 
you shouldn't go to the hazards when you had COVID and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of um, implemented this during this time. Yeah, so this is like something to keep in mind if if you get sick on a weekend or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what you can also do, but it's not that common actually in Germany, to go directly to the hospital or emergency room. Um, depending on what kind of um, wound or sickness you have, you have to face long waiting hours. And with long, I mean really long. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, but personally, I had an experience once where I had like cramps and then I would go to the hospital because I would feel like they were kind of weird. Mm. And I had to like wait five to six hours. Oh, yeah, wow. That's, very common. that's like common. Jeez. And it was, I think it was Sunday. And then I left because I was like, okay. No, I'm not no. going to do that like the whole night now. So I want, want to mention that before you go to the emergency room, get your power bank and get some cash, especially yeah, coins, because the vending machine yes. will only take cash. Yes. This is okay, nice. yeah, it's good enough. So if you want to do that, you can, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then important, if it's a really severe emergency, for example, stroke, heart attack, alcohol poisoning, any kind of knockout drops, life-threatening accidents or similar, you can always call 112 for an ambulance. And you can also call the police. Police is 110. This is more as in cases of like assaults, or rape, whatever. And if there has been a crime or there is an immediate threat, you can call 110, so you call the police. If you call 112, that is especially if there's no longer like a threat or a threat or something like that. Yeah, and normally the police is also like getting informed after an accident has been mm-hmm. has been happening. What is important if you have to call the ambulance and um, give the following information. So who is calling? Say say them your name. Um, where did it happen? Yeah, the address. What has happened? How many people are involved and what type of injuries are there, if you can say. And then please wait for them if they have any additional questions mm-hmm. or something that they will might tell you to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really important. It's just, yeah. That's something like we learn in Germany to do in the kindergarten. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know about you, but... Yeah, and about the cost. Maybe some people hesitating. Sorry. Maybe some people hesitated about if they want to call an ambulance or not. Yeah. They thought it might be very expensive, but it is not the case. So mm. I called an ambulance in April because of COVID. Mm. I have really really bad symptoms, and they use they firstly then uh, they're um, so after I called the emergency number. What was it? One one two. So they sent a doctor and some medical workers to my room and checked my symptoms. They will only put you on ambulance if they think it's, uh, mm-hmm. it is necessary. necessary. Mm. So they put me on the ambulance and they, gave, they monitored my pulse, my blood pressure in the emergency room. So after a few hours, I just recovered on my own. Uh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> and, but I have to take like public transport too. Back. Um, you have to be aware of that at night. Okay. So get cash for taxi or call yeah. taxi in advance or have some friends to pick up, pick you up. Mm-hmm. And after a few months, four months recently, I got a bill. 
Oh. That is only 10 euro. So. What? Yeah, that's only 10 euro for <laughs> the whole service. So that's was, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't be afraid of wow. the bill. Yeah. Yes. Just call them when you are in need. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, maybe to point out, the insurance will cover the ambulance costs. Yes. Um, but only if it's for an emergency. Yeah, like yeah. that was an emergency. Yeah, so I cannot breathe. So yes. Mm -hmm. But if, for example, if you would like call them mm -hmm. because you would be like I don't know have cough, that would probably yeah. not be an emergency for them. So just to keep it in mind that you don't call the call the ambulance for like I yeah, don't know. We don't want to waste the medical yes, resources. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just sure. keep yes. that in mind. But. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, I think that will conclude our episode today. Yeah, there's quite a bit of information that was covered, but if you want to see it in writing or to see the differences between public and private insurance as well, we do have a blog post on that. So, yeah, be sure to check it out. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you very much. I wish you good health. Yes, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. 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 This is News for Internationals, a podcast original by the University of Hohenheim. You can find all episodes on Spotify and Anchor FM and listen to us every Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m. on Horatz Campus Radio. Reach out to us and enrich this podcast with your own stories. And don't forget to subscribe.